Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. I'm getting a lot of background noise from somebody. Not me. Every okay. Tuesday, live. From 8pm UK time. Luke, Gary, and a couple of microphones. This is Custard's TV Live. This is Custard TV Live. It is. Hello, welcome. It's another Custard TV Live podcast. Chat about the best and the worst on the box as we even closer to the festive TV period. As the BBC say, it's showtime. And I have to say, I already, I've already had a row with members of my family saying Rob Brydon isn't doing a Christmas special this year, nor is he, you know, what? in cahoots with Sarah Alexander. It's just promotion, people. That's all it is. Lies. Uh, let me introduce I thought, the I team. thought there was a programme. No, there's no programme. Don't, don't let me yell at you. I think I called both of my family members dim at the time. Oh. And I, d- I don't regret it now, uh, looking I've, back. I've sky-plussed it. What, you've sky-plussed all of Christmas? Yeah, there's a Brilliant. program. Brilliant. Uh, the, uh, the person you hear that's being slightly dimmer than me is uh, Gary. Uh, he's back, and I want to say... And that's no mean feat. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, firstly, thank you to Gary and to Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello, Luke. Hello, Gary. Uh, for Hello, keeping Matt. the ship, for keeping the ship sailing for the past three weeks, has it been? More like five. Yeah. Mm, well, years. Yeah. Lost count. Well, you know what? There's been an empty hole on this podcast. A hole. A I hole, have been a bit hungry. A oh no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a hole that only I can fill. I see my job on this podcast to fill holes, and I'm about to do it again. So we're all back together. <laughs> The trio is is uh, that together. The innuendo is back in full force as well. This is the custard TV live. We need to get that jingle made up. It goes trio, trio. No, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Gary, press the Twitter button. Oh right, yes. Hold on, that's my job now, isn't it? To do that. Hold on, right. Okay, it's playing now. Follow us on Twitter at at Luke Custard TV and at the Gary Show and at Matt's TV Bites. Matt with two T's. Well, I told you that bit would work, Luke. That, that'll be my Christmas present to you, Matt, getting you included on that jingle somehow. Oh, that'd be brilliant. You'll have to uh, change your Twitter name to at something shorter so that I can still make the music work. But apart from that, you know. There is, there is about two, two or three seconds left at the end of that, if you want Fair to do enough. it. So, it should work. So how are you both? Are you, all, you both sound exactly the same. I thought you'd have grown older and wiser. I've had, I've had a beard cut, beard trim, me hair cut, so I do look smart for Christmas. Yeah, I've had a haircut as well, that's about it. 
This is yeah. the first podcast I've ever considered doing in my pyjamas. How would you feel about that if I did that in later weeks? As long as we don't use the webcam, I'm perfectly fine for that week. <laughs> How do we feel about onesies? Terrible. Yeah. Uh, okay. What the about devil's BB- invention. What about BBC onesies? <laughs> ITV onesies? Or aren't ITV, RTV going back to just being called ITV sometime? They are, so I can't do the ITV onesie joke oh, anymore. Okay. Do it now before they change. Oh, how yes. about ITV onesies? Yeah! Hey! Okay. How about Channel 4 Plus onesies? Gary, don't be a no, okay. Deja um, vu ones, I oh, know. Deja vu... No. No. Stop it now. Stop it now. Uh, our social media question this week is, what box set are you looking forward to, or are you hoping to find under the tree? Um, mine would be... I don't know, milk tray or something like that, or um, you know, quality no, 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 sheet. no, no, no. Bo- box set, not chock set, Luke. Uh, Sorry, oh, you've got a typo okay. there. I feel out the loop, but it would still be milk tray, even so if far they... out of the loop that you've forgotten the production meeting that says we're doing the the drama bit first, and that Matt was doing the social media question. This is what happened when I host <laughs> Gary. Things. I remember. It's Chaos. like a live. It's like a live X Factor. At some point, when we do a duet, one of our mics won't work, and then we'll just have to, you know, I, carry I on. Thought, and I was and quite prepared. The... Yes. I'll insult all the production assistants and get stuff to tour. <laughs> You're on thin ice for the tour as it is now. There's a tour? What? Yeah. (laughs) That's it. For 2013, the Custard TV Live Tour. Brilliant. Yeah. Announced announced here. We're doing road shows in Cardiff, Milton Keynes, and uh, Afghanistan. You know you know how they feel like Wembley Stadium and then Wembley Arena? We could probably feel, I don't know, Wembley, Wembley Station? I've already booked Hezbollah, so I'm hoping that's the all right. Hezbollah. (laughs) It'll go down like a bomb. <laughs> P- political humour there for you. Okay, great political humour on a TV podcast. Okay, yeah. so Matt, what TV box set are you looking for? Are we going to do the drama thing first, guys? Go on then, uh, do it. Ca- we'll you ca- do no, it, we'll ca- Gary, right. off you go, off you pop. So as you know, on Luke's own website, we've been running, that's thecustardtv.com, that's thecustardtv.com, we've been running a vote, a vote on the best drama of 2012, and we've had quite a lot of votes, but there's still, there's a week left and we think we might extend it into early 2013 so that everyone has an opportunity to, to vote. Uh, coming in third at the moment is Merlin with 11% of the vote. I think that might be because it's on, what do we think? That might be just because it's on telly at the moment, maybe? Oh, because it's ending, nostalgia. Yeah. As, as exclusively revealed on this show about two, three weeks ago. Uh, a joint second is Homeland, uh, of which the second series is coming to an end, and the third series is being shown on Channel 4 next year. Uh, and Downton Abbey, of which there is a Christmas special coming up on Christmas Day on ITV onesie. Uh, they have 17%, but the winner so far is Sherlock, with a massive 27%. I'm really so almost... happy about that, but really surprised, because Sherlock started, I believe, on New Year's Day, so we're yeah. talking... We're talking, you know, almost 12 months back, and it just shows you the impact the show has had, uh, that people, it's still in the forefront of people, because we've had a really decent year for drama, and that is still at the forefront of people's minds. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. So, plenty of time to keep voting. As we say, go to thecustardtv.com uh, and, and vote on the right-hand side. Yeah, and um, if you want to vote for something else, don't, because there's plenty of others. There's plenty of... There's yeah. loads to do. If it's not on the list, we don't even think it should have been made. That's the new rule. 
I noticed Doctor <laughs> Who wasn't on there. That's not a drama. That's a that's a CBBS program. That is. That gets shown on BBC One at prime time on Saturday night and gets 16 million viewers. Do you know what we're saying that we always want <laughs> we always want guests on the on the podcast. Oh yeah. I'm moving ever closer to Eagle Piggle off in the night garden. Oh. <laughs> Have we not sorted that yet? We've not sorted I, it. It's between I hear him she's and a bit, uh, Donald Trump. I hear so, I hear they're a bit of a diva though. We might have to produce some sort of elaborate rider. Well, but he said if we're going to Hezbollah, then Eagle Piggle will come along. Brilliant. <laughs> Who who's Eagle Piggle's agent? Is it is <laughs> Max Clifford? Sadly. All right. He's moving a bit on. Busy at the moment. <laughs> yeah, moving on. We don't want to get into illegal territory, Matt. Uh, Luke. No. <laughs> the social media question. Go ahead. Yes, Matt. What DVD box set are noise. you hoping to have under the tree this Christmas, Gary? Uh, personally, I'm uh, hoping for. Um... Oh, what do I? Actually, I haven't thought about what I want. I really haven't. You can't I've got some, to get I've got it if I don't have notice. No, sure. I've got so many that I need to, to watch that I've already got that actually I haven't really thought about what I... Do you I'd know what want. I'd do if I was you? I would unwrap yeah. the pl- plastic wrapping off of Silk Series 1. Well, I have done that, but I haven't oh, actually okay. put it in the DVD player yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Silk Series 1 I finally might... Because re- I've just realised there are none of the shows that I normally watch on on those two weeks of Christmas and New Year. Mm. So like you know, all those programs on Sky Living and and uh, Alibi and things like that aren't being shown. So I'll probably be able said, to watch Silk. You might try Fresh Meat as well. You said. Yes, I did. Yeah, I did think. I think Ooh. I'm gonna in the new year. I'm gonna p- try and pick up a cheap season one box set. Although right. you think it's on 4OD still. So he's on 4OD. He's on. Yeah. 4OD. Um, can I just say because uh, uh, I put together the Christmas TV week, which somebody, not me, um, when I tweeted it said, "Oh, that's very comprehensive." Which is great. Nice. It is a very comprehensive look at the TV over Christmas. But Sky, although they're playing the little crackers, they're not playing a little very much else over Christmas, which I thought was a shame. No. They, I didn't are they doing a trolley? A trolley? They are doing and, a, a trolley special, yes. And didn't yeah. I spot a spy special as well? Didn't I spot that they're doing on like yeah. they did with uh, little they did with Moonboy? There's a special making of after the last episode or something. I really wanted a Christmas Moonboy. Yeah. That's what I yeah. Yeah, that's why what you want. Chris do me. Why can't Sky do me a Christmas well, present for once? Isn't isn't Chris O'Dowd now doing films again? I mean, I spotted yeah. him in a sort of like uh, so. I've got some responses from from Facebook when we asked that. Okay. Would you like me to go for those? Uh, yeah, someone said someone said Firefly. Okay. Uh, that still gets some votes. Uh, the West Wing. There's your West Wing. Uh, Doctor Who. The Killing. Battlestar Series Four. Nothing says Mer- Christmas like the Killing. Merlin. I would say yeah. the Killing though. That would be mine. Oh right. Yeah, I'm. I'm a Even though I've seen them all, I would love to watch them again and have the like the box set. Anyway, I moving. Don't know if there's any, I don't know if there's some really good makings of as well. So, yeah. Yes. So there, there was my my list from Facebook, and I don't think I got any on Twitter. I'll just have a quick check. I just say while we're talking about Moonboy and while you're checking, I've just spoken on Twitter to head of Sky Programming Stuart Murphy, and apparently, um, David Rawl, who plays. Um, the young boy in Moonboy is up for a British Comedy Award, and we oh, tonight, and we wholeheartedly hope that he gets it. He's brilliant, and yeah. that's our Moonboy mention for this podcast. But it's just so it's good. It's up for a few, isn't it? It's up for a few Comedy Awards, Moonboy, I believe. It's not a box set, but that is really a DVD I want this Christmas. Hint, hint, boys. Yeah. So you know where I live now. I've got a couple of the box set ones on my Facebook. Uh, Jay suggests Downton Abbey. Q Grown right. and yeah. uh, 
Paul uh, says The Sopranos is something he's never seen before, but something everyone says he should watch. So there you go. There's some. We got any more, Gary? There? Uh, no, I don't have any more at the moment. Haven't heard from Lauren Jones on this one. Uh, ooh, ooh. Lauren, if you're if you're there, please let us know you're okay. Perhaps uh, she's still got a Betamax player or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Or perhaps she doesn't have a tree. Perhaps she's a treeist. Or maybe she's just gone to hunt down Helen Flanagan with a rifle. Oh, that's true, yeah. Maybe I she like got that idea. I love that idea, actually. Um, some other news, some TV news. It's still going on. Uh, some some droppings. Let's talk about some droppings. We don't do enough <laughs> droppings yeah. on the podcast. We don't, we don't get scatological on this show enough. No, we don't talk about, you know, scat and all that. Um... ITV2 dropped which comedy or which comedy drama or which kids program switch. Uh, Matt, you always said you didn't know who this show was for. No, no. Well, obviously, no one because no one watched it. It's not for ITV2 now. It's not even an ITV2 show. No, not ITV2. Yes, it's worse when the channel that gives you Keith Lemon can't find something as good as that. So, yeah. Uh, other news, they have renewed... I'm going to use this because it's my opinion, and my opinion counts only on this podcast. BBC Three have announced they've given some girls the uh, the panned sitcom a second uh, run as well. Can I, can I ask the big question that's on most people's lips? Why? Well, people watching it. No, but the, the 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 absolute shellacking that you two gave it put me off it for life, and I was hoping it would be the same. But I mean, is this a, is this like a mis- what's that one? What's Citizen Khan or whatever it was? Is it basically? Well, it, it's it's in between us for girls, but like right. Matt says, but girls don't behave this way. Girls are nicer than this. It. Yeah, and well. it's just it's just dark. It's not easy silly. to simplify like boys are. I'd say that's what. Yeah. And in case you missed the hidden message there, Matt's saying all boys are simple. Um, but, also, but in the same way, I, I think when you're looking for an opinion on a female show, probably we're not the best on that one. I think considering the, live, the chromosomes, yeah. the chromosome deficiency in our in our bloodstreams. Well, yeah, on to us. Oh, um, BBC One have also dropped their latest sitcom, Miss Miss Me and Mrs Jones. Again, another one that Matt and I... I tell you what, Matt, we have more influence on the TV industry than we perhaps realise. Well, we don't, because they've renewed some girls. Well, yeah, but we had to let one slip. But me, me and Mrs Jones... Which so is is our... what you're saying is it's like a bit of a tit for tat. Me and Mrs Jones was, was cancelled, but some girls has been renewed. Yeah, and, and at least some girls, it's on BBC Three, you're not going to encounter it just all of a sudden. You'll get plenty of notice that it's going to be on and you're going to avoid it. Me and Mrs Jones... Uh, Sarah Alexander's sitcom starring Neil Morrissey and Robert Sheehan, that's gone as well. But the exciting news for series twos, um, we don't talk, we've talked about droppings and number twos. Number twos. Yeah. 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 Um, um, Last Tango in Halifax, which I love and want to have the babies of, uh, is coming back for a series two. Once again, Matt, uh, I've noticed it there that Luke has completely forgotten the the, the pre-show conversation that we had yeah. and where we Why? said we would talk about that I'm later on. I'm talking about on. number twos. I'm talking about number twos. That's what we're doing. Oh, but you you can do your jokes about wee wee later. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm so refreshed. <laughs> 
five weeks worth of podcast I've got to catch up on. Oh, good grief. All right. Well, um, other news then that I just see. Uh, BBC One, um, BBC Four, sorry. We're going to see more Borgen soon. Gary, you must be excited about the Borgenite. The Borgenator in you must be coming out. And in, indeed, the, Bor- the Borgen in me... Uh... It is very excited. Obviously, with the killing ending, and I think they'll have a bit of a break over Christmas. I think yes, we're straight back to our Saturday night Swedish-Danish drama on yeah. BBC Four. Uh, so yeah, the, the second series of Borgen and the third series is being made at the moment and will be the last. So, and it's kind of six months after the end of series one when series two picks up. Yeah. Uh, Sky One have um, announced they're going to be showing new J.J. Abrams series Revolution in early January. That's already doing really well in the states. Uh, so um, expect that to be cancelled before Sky show it. I'm sure. <laughs> Probably. Was, but... That was a strange noise there. I'm gonna make that noise after I say revolution every week. Probably. Well, I can. I can. Oh, I can play the hilarious news jingle. So, are you gonna move on to the next bit of news now? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. So. Okay. Now the next bit of news, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so seamless when you have to cue me like that. Well, yeah, but you'll, when you listen back, you'll work out how good that is. Sky One have announced that uh, Hawaii Five-O, NCIS, yes. LA, and Glee will all be back in early January alongside Welsh comedy Stella, which is back for a second series. And fan of the podcast and fan of the site in general, Ruth Jones, is, um, is involved in Stella. And we love her. Hi, Ruth. Have a lovely Christmas. Uh, also coming back uh, on Sky. Sky's got a lot coming up. They've yeah. got tons of money, Sky, haven't they? They've got a lot coming up in the new, as you said, Revolution, which they'll probably be replaced because Last Resort has been cancelled, so that's probably going to be their replacement for that when it, it runs out of episodes. Uh, but yeah, uh, and Channel 4 and Channel 5 have, have renewed an awful lot of American television Yeah, it's as quite, well. Just looking at this list, it's quite incredible what's coming back. Um, Channel 5, they've renewed a lot, but they've dropped Californication and Parenthood. And Californication, yeah. I thought, was doing well. So It is, but I think I, I think they're rebranding Five Star and Five USA again. And I think these are the shows that they're looking to get rid of. I don't know whether perhaps this means they'll end up back on Channel 5 at some point. but Can you, can you explain Five Star to me? Because whenever I think of Five Star, I just think System Addict. I don't know what Five Star is. I, I don't either. I, I'm it's not sure. Five what... Sky Living, if that makes sense. Yeah, I suppose it is really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So that's why they're do- they're dropping. That's why they got Parenthood, and I don't really understand why they're actually kind of dropping it. But yeah. So... Also, something we're very excited about, and every and everywhere I've been over the past two weeks, people are excited about this Ripper Street. Which was first traded all the way back in the uh, August of, of this year with the Olympics. Have finally got a date of Sunday, the 30th of December at 9 p.m. on BBC Onesie. So happy about that. Yeah. Look, I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, I, I, some of the reports I've read said people said that it's got good characters, you know, yeah. and, and, and exciting, but it's not one for the faint hearted. Again, it's BBC not one, one for your nan. It's not no. one for your nan, this. I mean, not after. after over the Christmas period, just yeah, it's in Quality Street. It's on Boxing Day, isn't it, or the thirtieth? So it's on like sort of the yeah. Saturday. Is that the Saturday or the Sunday? So it, again, they're they're, they're putting very very weird stuff on Sunday night, especially after the Secret of Crickley Hall. What I think is, don't mix your Quality Street with Ripper Street because you may right. you may choke on a nut. That's all I'll say. It's, <laughs> it's not for the warning. nuns. This one. 
Right. So that's the the main news, and we've got some reviews to do on the podcast. So Matthew Donnelly, off you pop. Hello. Yes. So uh, X Factor came to an end this week. Oh, thank the Lord. There hurrah, is a hurrah, it's hurrah, Christmas. Hurrah. That's my main Christmas present. The fact that X Factor's over. You, you, I think. you say it came to an end. It took four flipping hours. Yeah, I know. To it come was, to an it end. Just like I think. On Twitter, everyone—it was sort of like a help group. Everyone was sort yeah, of, yeah. It was just a support group, group together. At the end. Hmm? It was a hold, support group that had yeah, hold hands yeah. on Twitter, and you can make it to the end. You too can yeah. survive. They should do T-shirts. I survived the X Factor final. I mean, well, even, even Nicole Scherzinger was flagging. That's not a good sign. Then I had to write about both episodes. That was fun. So oh. I had to relive it. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it was just a very dull. Even the finalists looked bored, didn't they? I think this so series. Bored, one of them went out and got tanked up and swore a lot. Yeah, I mean Christopher Maloney thankfully didn't win, but was topping the votes for the first seven weeks of the show. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that they, they 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 manned up and released the results, didn't they? They they do do that every year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this, yeah. Um, it was only after James Arthur was in the bottom two that he started to lead the vote sort of thing. And mm. Christopher Maloney almost went out in the semi-final. It was about 0.3% between him and Union J or something like that. But what so, was very interesting was that Jarmaine only sort of topped the list once, didn't he, or something? I don't Everybody, think he did. I, I think it was like one week when he was top, but I think that was it. Yeah, Christopher won like... Most of the weeks, and then James, uh, maybe Jarmaine won one, and then James yeah. won three, like that. But it was and very, very like it was like Christopher and Jarmaine top mm. two every week, almost, wasn't it? So that was interesting. But the final as a whole was just just terrible, and like I the think... the fake sort of group performances were terrible. Yeah. I mean, the best thing was just watching like Louis and Talisa just do, doing like messing about. During yeah. The no, do you know what? what I found interesting? Yeah. When they did the group songs. Yeah. Uh, MK1 were nowhere to be seen on either night. Ah, I know why. I can explain MK1, people. but go on, Matt. They were in Jersey apparently in a hotel. So there you go. Oh, well, they were do- I, I read that, yeah, that they had a gig, which is fair enough because they got kicked off the show about six months ago or something. Good on them for um, having a gig because I had to Google what their name was. Yeah. <laughs> well Lucy done to them. Dragons turned up, left, turned up, and then, you know, left and was there at the end. She didn't do the Sunday night group performance. No. Mind you, neither did Chris, but I think we know why that was yeah. now. Apparently well, that was the big news. I mean, let's. can we talk about this? This was the big news that allegedly... After getting kicked out on Saturday night, Christopher decided not to go to the after-show party. He decided to go out drinking with his partner and came back and allegedly called Caroline Poole or no. Caroline Flack. We're not really sure. One of the Carol. One of the Carols. One of the Carols. Yeah. yeah. One of the Carols. A rather nasty name that won't be repeated on this podcast. Definitely not. Uh, and then was politely asked. And then apparently on the Sunday, turned up to the rehearsal, was politely sort of asked to leave. Well, he got a bit stroppy after he was only given one line. I think that was the that was what I yeah. heard, and decided not to. Then left and then tried to come back and was stopped. And um, and then he had a big cover story about having a sore throat or something like that. Yeah, is... there was some Twitter he put. Oh, my sore throat has stopped me from my sore throat. Not my incredibly big ego has stopped me from performing on the Sunday night show. Apparently, as well on the 
the clips when he went back to his old work, apparently a lot of those people w- weren't actually his workmates. They were just bought in. Yeah. They didn't yeah. really know. Well, it was quite ironic that on the sun, on the sun, on the... Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On Saturday, when they talked about, you know, when he said, oh, there's so many people here. I'm looking around going, really? There's it's about 12. I think more people. Three of them are your nan. Yeah. And then, yeah. like. The, the the like younger people they asked about Christopher were sort of plants as well because yeah, I think yeah, they didn't want the image of like all the nans voting for him. I just wonder what um, damage he's done to the career of the cutting crew. That's what I wonder because you know they had that big hit. Just yeah. died in your arms tonight. They've probably just come back from Hezbollah themselves doing it. And Bonnie Tyler. <laughs> Bonnie Tyler. I mean. When when we're not talking about Bonnie Tyler, I don't know what to do with myself. So it's probably I, I, I kept waiting for him to cover Curiosity Killed the Cat. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that was I mean, the final his final song. That, Maybe was... that was his winner's song. <laughs> hey, how you doing? I do was hoping with... she was gonna he was gonna duet with Erasure. That's what I wanted. It what, didn't I, what, disappo- what disappointed me again is the fact that none of Louis' acts made it through to the final so that he didn't duet with them. One year uh-huh. I want to see that. <laughs> And in a onesie. In a onesie. In a onesie. In an MK onesie is what you should have said. So, can we now draw the line? We will not not talk about the X Factor again. (laughs) I just saw that Twitter. Um, I didn't agree to that, did you, Matt? That we would never talk about the X Factor on this show again? No, well, I mean this year. But the thing is, I really don't know whether th- next year we should boycott. I really don't. We have to discuss whether next year we should well, boycott it because I genuinely only watched the final so that I could be involved in this conversation. But it was painful to watch. It was difficult to watch. And there wasn't a moment of it I enjoyed. So we have to I decide. I think they have to make changes. They have to look at it. Cal has to come back. There's rumours already that Gary Barlow has quit. They have to make changes to the format next year because I think, yeah, a lot of people turned off. They constantly lost to uh, I'm, uh, to the to the dancing, didn't they? The Strictly, dancing. even though they sorry, right. dancing, yeah. the dancing. It's not a name I got wrong. Leave me alone. Uh, they've constantly lost out to the racing to Strictly Come Dancing, even though they weren't up against them. And even Merlin's done quite well directly up against them, hasn't yeah. it? And so, even to family members. The the thing was, this is the first X Factor final, I think. Where everyone I spoke to, and I felt exactly the same. Nobody cared who won. Uh, no. Nobody cared. 
just... Let's pick out some positives. Dermot was very good again this year. Yeah. I think the quality. I think the quality of acts was a bit better than last year. I mean, Ella. We all thought we all think Ella will go on and have a good career. You know, she is only sixteen. I don't know if they mentioned that enough times on the show. And at one point, she was the only girl in the competition. The a- absolutely, yeah, she was the only girl, and she was sixteen. Was Let's 16. face it, it it's, it's, it looks extremely likely that Ryland will go on and have some sort of career. Hopefully, nowhere near singing, but. Please be rumoured for Celebrity Big Brother in the new year. That's what I. To be fair, about. I've been rumoured for Celebrity Big Brother, so I don't think that's much of an achievement. Yeah. Do you know what irritates me about ITV Onesie is he was already on Flamin Daybreak. Oh, Daybreak. Yes. As if that show needed more things, more reasons why you shouldn't turn the Flamin. Harry's favourite show. Yeah. Yeah. God, Lorraine Kelly, the guy who walks on in the air, and Flamin Rylan, I think. Suicide oh, rates know. will be up in the new year if that continues. Well, with that's daybreak. been the, the ratings are up for daybreak, aren't they? So, oh, okay. <laughs> someone out there, someone out there needs shooting. Uh, we've got, we've got, we've got 19 minutes left, so we oh need to, God, we need to push on. Let's talk about the dancing. Yes, the dance. <laughs> All right. <laughs> talk about the dancing just briefly. So, strictly this week, they did a weird the dance fusion thing where they had to do two dances at the same time. Or I like that whilst eating a packet of crisps. Yeah, I like yeah. that idea. And so, like a fox trot and then a tango, or a, uh, I'm not sure. What's the quick called? step What's and then chop. Something like that. And anyway, uh, basically, Kimberly Walsh got the first uh, forty of the season, mm. um, really? and Nick Byrne from Westlife left. Those were the big. That's the dancing card. I didn't realise we got our first 40. Maybe that yep. was because they were getting worried that she might get voted off before before they want her. I don't know. Although Denise Van Alton was in the bottom two this week against Nicky Burns. Really? So, really yeah. Gosh, gosh. Have you two finished talking about the dancing now? Yeah, yes. go on. Okay. Matt, well, we can, can I talk to you about the town? It's back on. Excuse me, there's like a running order. I know, but I want to talk to Matt about the town. I love Matt. Oh, see, you come back, one show, and the, the running <laughs> order, you might as well just go stay. out of the window. <laughs> the minutes I spent putting this together have just been thrown out. <laughs> go on, then. Go on, talk about your blooming secret state. Well, I just wanted to mention how good Secret State was uh, okay. and how I think that when we come to the BAFTAs next year, I really do think that Gabriel Byrne ought to be considered as best actor. I Matt, really can do I talk think to he you was about that good. Town? <sighs> I want to hear more about Secret State now. Oh, God, I want to hear Secret more State about was very good. The only thing I would say is that it did feel a little bit rushed towards the end. They obviously didn't... I don't know whether maybe it should have been four. Three episodes was a little bit rushed what in, would you in the last bit. What would you compare it to in quality? Well... And, I, I would compare it to a lot of other political stuff. I think like, State of Play, uh, it, you know, in its political work, it was right up there. And I think things like that, um, I, I, certainly better than something like, certainly as good as some of the Jimmy McGovern, uh, uh, the, up, up with the Jimmy McGovern stuff from last year in writing. But maybe not, maybe not in supporting cast. It was Gabriel Byrne, Charles Dance, and a lot, a lot of nobodies. And Gina McKee was a very small part oh. after the first episode. I liked the the woman, Sylvester Dillard, whatever her name was. Yeah, but again, yeah. her character kind of yeah. fell away in the second and third episode. She started with quite a ballsy approach, but then in the third episode, you didn't really get much of her. Do you think it was more dramas... Gabriel Byrne? It was more Gabriel Byrne. Do you think political dramas have you know their own audience? Because much like period drama, political drama, I don't get 
as excited about. I don't know why. I don't find it as engaging as, as some other drama. Depends some people maybe don't like politics, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. I There's really liked it. That's all I wanted to say. Because I'm yeah. not in the next bit now till about no. the bottom. So you can go and... In. You know your thumbs? Yeah. Twiddle them for a bit. Okay, I might. Okay. Um, the Town, new ITV drama, three parts. Uh, part two tonight, part one last night. Uh, part one last week. Uh, Matt and I have seen it. Matt, first of all, opinions from your side of the country. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy having now seen number two as well. Um, yeah. I thought slow build, but I like the way it sort of it sort of combines the intrigue of. I suppose we should just talk about the plot a little bit about how it's about Andrew Scott's character coming back to the town as his parents have both died. Yeah. Um, Everyone thinks they've committed double suicide, but he doesn't think it's as clear-cut as that. And half of the story is about him trying to find out the truth, while at the same time, him coming back to his town, things have changed, his ex-girlfriend's got married, and his sister's a bit of a teen tear away. I tell you what, for me, the sister was the reason I watched it. Oh, I, God, I, yeah. She yeah, was the she best was thing about it. I found Andrew Scott a little bit annoying, not because I was thinking of Moriarty the whole time. I think he was good, but I just found his character a bit boring, a bit dull, a bit dark. He got going... Episode 2, I think they added a lot more to him when you saw him with the girlfriend and things like that. Tonight's episode, yeah, I think yeah. he comes into his own a little bit more. What, what I thought they did cleverly in this um, was the fact that because when we got it on the preview site, it said in big letters, please do not reveal that in the first 10 minutes the parents die, which is quite crucial to the plot. So anyone, yeah. anyone writing a review would have struggled. But they got uh, Phil Davis to play the father. Oh, and, and Siobhan Redmond. And Siobhan Redmond. For, for about two minutes they were there. And I suppose that was so that people would think, oh, they're going to be in it for the duration. Yeah, and they're, in the, they're on the promotional photographs and everything. They're on the... Yeah. If you look at the big uh, promotional picture for the town, they're on that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I covered it by saying a family tragedy. I Nicely that. done. You yeah. should you should write. I think I uh, should do, shouldn't yeah. I? I think also what I did. If I had to be a bit critical of it, some of the dialogue was a bit clumsy. Yeah, really. I would agree. I liked though. We should mention Martin Clunes briefly as well as the mayor. I think he he gets all the best lines, and I like how he started as a sort of like clumsy drunk but in episode two he gets a bit dark do you think do you think we're gonna get a nice a, a decent resolution to I this? don't know but i i'm quite intri- it, it's built up enough sort of intrigue but at the same time i like how it's combined like the human emotion of as you say the sister storyline and she's absolutely brilliant she so. is she's this I is the first the, the girl's name is like abigail or something isn't it yeah but it's the first tv role i think she's had and she's oh, she's just really she's really good she's really engaging and i was just i didn't like the boy she was with i didn't like that yeah. whole swimming pool thing i thought that was a bit daft yeah uh i didn't like you know some of the people in the town i thought they were a bit cliche the, the girl florists, i didn't get i didn't understand the florist no and i did well just the girl from hustle in general i did oh, yeah really yeah good warm to at all but you know i think i think as somebody once said um yesterday um, <laughs> it's 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 something new it's not your normal itv drama it's got a lot of the itv faces in there julian yeah. mckenzie martin clunes but it's not what you'd be expecting so if you haven't seen it try and catch up on itv player and as you might know it's itv the dvd's out at the end of december so you can go and get that if you want to 
Uh, here's the other surprise you both now. Yeah. Oh. Aston Yo in Halifax has just been renewed for a second series. You no, don't really? say. Wow, oh, I did not know that. Look at me following the, the running order. I know. Incredible. Um, I'm so happy about this because I, I, I loved it when I saw it all those months ago. It's one of those things that I thought people are either going to attach, attach themselves to because of the actors involved or they're going to think it's about old people and a relationship and a sexual thing and they're going to think, oh, no, it's not for me. But it's done really well. I don't think we need to go on and on about it because people know how much I love it if you follow me on Twitter. So well done to the BBC for recommissioning that. Okay. And next on the running order... Another ITV, another ITV drama. Yeah, The Poison Tree. Yeah. Now, the thing is about The Poison Tree, a lot of it was irritating. Mm. <laughs> a lot of it was. A lot of the characters were irritating. I, I've got a real problem, and you know I watch a lot of drama, but I've got a lot of problem with flashbacks. Yeah, I and just... there's a lot of dramas that I know there's... Um... What's that one? Restless is coming up as well. I found, I've just watched that this morning. Found that equally irritating. But yeah, this one. I mean, should we? The plot briefly is yeah. about um, the woman Karen who lives in this sort of weird shack by the sea. As you do. With her daughter and her husband, played by Matthew Good, mm. is coming out of prison, and then we flash back to her at uni, meeting him and his and his sister, and find out why he's been in prison, and someone's trying to blackmail her mm. or she's getting like mystery texts and letters yeah. through the door and things i wonder if it's the same person sending mystery bits of paper to the town oh maybe they're, they're all interconnected i just i just think the thing is about two-part dramas like this itv really need to get back in the habit of playing one on monday and one on tuesday like a mother's son yes did they do that yeah they did that with them no they didn't actually oh, right. yes they no. did yes they i did don't they? know I think it was a Monday and a Tuesday. I'm sure it was. We, we, it was we said thing. that they should have done it with the last weekend. We said the last weekend should have been over three nights. I'm going to look at my archives and see what they did with the mother's son because I made a note of that. But yeah, I, I found it a bit irritating. The, the, young t the young girl, their daughter, incredibly annoying. I would have pushed her into the sea if I lived that close to it. Um, the Ophelia Loverbond character irritated me no end. Well, I really normally like her. I've yeah. liked her for a long time, but but you're absolutely right in this. She's just and again, what is it? Is it just me, or is the dialogue sloppy in this as well? Yeah, and it feels incredibly. It feels like there should have been at least one more episode. It's like we need something to fill these two is hours before the schedule. Well, there's, there's one... just two, isn't there? Or yeah. This one. Yeah. The problem with it, Gary, and I know you won't watch it, and you're absolutely right not to watch it. Yeah, it, it a... didn't really pique my interest, I'm afraid. There's a scene where Olivia... How do you say it again? Ophelia Olivia... Lovibond. Yeah, fill, fill in that every time I need it. Ophelia Lovibond. She just meets this girl who turns out who's going to be her brother's wife at an art gallery and just says, oh, I'm having a party, you should come. Although then... it's based on a book, so if that happened in the book... Yeah, then... the, I... That yeah. This is based on a book which could be... I mean, we said that about The Last Weekend, that sometimes the dialogue was a bit clunky. Yeah. And that's because it is a book adaptation. And, and I suppose sometimes, you know, scriptwriters don't always get the, to, so, to sort of write everything. In yeah. the defence of The Poison Tree, I thought Matthew Good was just amazing in it and his portrayal of this man... He lived up to his name in it, didn't he? Yeah, he, for me, he was the main sort of good point. I mean... Is it Mayanna Buring? Look at you doing a thing where you said he was good. Look yeah, at you. Matthew Good, very good. 
just to, just to uh, go back on Matt's point, just briefly, I have just uh, discovered that, yes, uh, Mother's Son, back in September, was shown on a Monday night, and then, again, and then it's on the Tuesday. Can I, can I go outside of the agenda, the, the, the running order, then, to say that that's what the BBC Two are doing with the hour? Uh, the last episode, the second to last episode is on tonight at uh, 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, sorry, and then the last episode is on tomorrow night. And what we're, uh, what we're also talking about that is what they're doing with Last Tango in Halifax as well, episode 5 on Tuesday and 6 on Wednesday. Yeah. It's Christmas. Because it's Christmas. But then there's, there's no reason, because the, hour, the, the hour's on a Tuesday night, there's nothing specific on Tuesday night next Tuesday, and it's mm-hmm. a full week before Christmas. I don't really understand why the BBC are doing that. Sorry, next Wednesday. They got like a Bake Off special or something. Well, maybe, but I don't really feel that was worth changing the schedule enough, you know. Oh, I, don't, I, ho- don't, hopefully, don't be well, anti-Bake Off. No, but I'm just... I know, we were up against it for so many so many weeks. Yeah, I, I just think that it, could, it could hurt the hour getting a Series 3 if that final episode doesn't get the audience that it needs. Have either of you been watching Inside Clarity? Oh, actually, what I should say about The Poison Tree... Did it intrigue you enough, Matt, to, to stick with it next week? I have to say yeah, no, and the comments I got under the review I wrote were very similar. A lot of people didn't feel the need to tune in. They weren't that interested. Yeah, I th- Unless I, they I, kill I, the daughter, then maybe. Yes, if there's... <laughs> yeah, and also... A quick, like, a quick swift rewrite and re-edit. If she's, if she's living in a shack by the sea, why can't we see, like, Kevin MacLeod off-ground <laughs> designs? Just pop in and have a look round. That's what it needs. Yeah, nice Kevin McLeod cameo. Yes. Um, Inside Clarages is also a massive hit on Monday nights on BBC Two. Did either of you watch that? No. I have watched the last ten minutes because I think it leads into Nevermind the Buzzcocks, which I always watch. So I have yeah. watched a little bit of it. I must say, and Nevermind the Buzzcocks, Lisa Tarbuck, brilliant. Oh, very good, very good. Okay. Making up for how bad Jack Whitehall was a few weeks ago. Well, yeah. And Neo. And oh, that's terrible, wasn't it? <laughs> Don't get Gary started on Neo. If we, no. he could start a gang turf war. It's me and Neo. We got we got beef. Yes. <laughs> that's not. He, he um, doesn't that's... see it as that. He sees it as heat. I call he it. He call you G man. <laughs> he does. He calls me G man. I call him Neo. It's it's less yeah. about respect, more yeah. about name calling. Do you know that song he did? So sick of love songs. That was no. about Gary. Was it? You wait till I see him. I'll slap his legs. <laughs> just succumb to his charm. <laughs> I will not. Okay. Um, so that's it for uh, stuff that we've watched. I also watched uh, Sean Locker, John Richardson on Channel 4, uh, The Real Man's Road Trip. If you haven't seen that, I highly recommend checking out 4 On Demand to, to watch that. It's much different than you'd think. It's the two captains from uh, 8 out of 10 cats going on a trip around America and it's actually really well done and it's really it's one not of those surprising programs yeah it it's like. one of those things that you wouldn't expect to enjoy um, I know there's been a, there's been an awful lot of press this week about how good the Chris Tarrant thing is that we took the mick out of that actually it's really good but no one really expected a program hidden away on channel 5 to be yeah. sort of I've, I've seen you know seen quite a bit about it I, I, that's still what's it called Chris Tarrant Extreme Railways yeah, yeah. I'd like Channel Five name. I'm surprised they haven't got the word Hitler in there. I would have liked Jonathan Ross to host Extreme Railways. I I would have liked to have seen that. Oh dear. I'm back, people. I'm back. back. Shall I do the previews? There aren't many this week because there isn't. You know, this leading up to Christmas, there's not a lot of new shows starting. But there are three that we've picked out for you. One is a one-off that's on tonight at nine o'clock. If you like me, were a fan of '80s British wrestling. So if you liked a bit of Big Daddy, a bit of Giant Haystacks, Fit Finley. 
you know, and all that sort of thing. That's a another weasel. thing you and Neo have got in common, I think. That's right, we are. Well, it's the only thing we've got in common. <laughs> uh, and uh, if you're a big fan of that, then there's a program on BBC4 tonight. No, not tonight. Tomorrow night. Tonight's Wednesday. Tomorrow night's Thursday. Got me days mixed up. Nine o'clock. Wrestling's Golden Age. Uh, one of those shows that BBC4 are well famed for. They pick a topic that isn't particularly, you know, sort of hip and trendy, and they do a look back on it, and it's it's amazing. Um, this Sunday on ITV1, uh, there's Making of a Lady. This is a Joanna Lumley programme? Yes. yes, Joanna Lumley. Uh, who else is in it? There's other famous actresses and things in it. Yeah, it's not a solo piece. It's not a monologue for two no, hours. It, it's very... Um, it's it's costume drama, but it's quite dark at the same time. It's, it's a good sort of lead-up into the Christmas schedules, I think. It's, uh, While we're uh, on period drama, and we will talk about the... Christmas schedules next week, I think. But yeah. a lot of people have sent me emails saying, "Didn't you say the Lady Vanishes was supposed to be on over Christmas?" I did. Oh, that's yeah. what I was told. No sign of it at all. So, if you look, well, I hope, you've, that, I hope you've gone back to your sources and complained. I, well, yeah, but I, it was HP I spoke to originally, and they're not uh, fair interested enough. now. Um, by the way, um, that wrestling program, I hear Channel Five are doing Chris Tarrant's giant haystacks as well. <laughs> so. Where he's he looking for needles. Uh, <laughs> they're just overusing Chris. It's an overexposure of Chris yes. Tarrant. Um, and lastly, on Sunday as well, starting at 7.30, although some people say it could start at 1.30 in the afternoon, is the BBC Sports Personality of the Year, hosted by Gary Luca and Jake Humphreys and yeah. Sue Lawley or thing. whatever. Sue Barker probably rather than Sue Lawley, I'm guessing. All things uh, that, isn't she? Claire Balding's Ball. back before she defects to Channel 4 for the racing. Uh we have no idea who's going to win, other than it should be Bradley Wiggins, but it will probably be Mo Farah. Yeah, you said Bradley Wiggins, I said Mo Farah, didn't so when between we talked the two about of us. I'm going uh, with giant haystacks. Yeah, I was going to say, you're probably more likely to go with uh, with a, a non-sports person, um, aren't you? Uh, also, I just, I've just heard that uh, in the new year as well, Channel 5 have Chris Tarrant meets Neo. <laughs> Damn it! No! How dare they? We've got one minute thirty left, and I have started the music. Okay. So, Luke, if you'd like to wrap it up. Okay, I shall wrap, but not in the neo sense. No. Uh, I if you want to get in touch with the three of us over the week to just tell us how wonderful we are, you can. Gary is available on Twitter here uh, at the Gary Show. Uh, Matthew Donnelly is available. Uh, throughout the week and on a special phone line but his Twitter address 0898 oh, oh, no. this... <laughs> yeah for, uh, at Matt's TV Bites and 50p for the for the premium rate yeah <laughs> <laughs> but cause mobiles may be considerably more yeah. uh, will be considerably more please contact the bill payer and ask yes. permission and uh, as always, uh, mine is at Luke Custard TV. Pleasure to be back. Really grateful to everyone who voted in that drama poll we spoke of earlier. I think we are going to extend it, but uh, please vote and please tell your friends. Because on the day the world ends, 12, 12, 12, you'll be really disappointed oh, yeah. if you haven't voted in that poll. for the. Last Does this time. mean that elsewhere around the world, the world is ending and it's kind of creeping around? I like, you know, it's ended. Because Australia's ended. I hope not, because I've really already booked our roadshow flights to Hezbollah uh, now. So I, I'll never see that money ones. again if that happens. Should really have got refundable ones. Yeah. Let's hope something happens on the poison tree that we don't see. <laughs> <laughs> We've got ten girls. seconds left. Ten seconds. So we hope to be back next Tuesday at 
sometime. Next we'll Tuesday let you know. At an, at an undetermined time. That's how exciting. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Oh, hold on. We're still, we're still going. Oh, are we? <laughs> hold on. This, hold on. I'm, I'm just going to stop there. <laughs> it says, it says we're still on. It says we're still on air, and it says time left zero, and we've been given like an extension. I always, always knew we deserved an extension. But seriously, I, I, I'm confused. At this point, it should be stopping. Did we broadcast at all? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to press stop and hope okay. that all goes right. Okay. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.